episode 58, Happy New Year's, with Big Tommy K from Mickey Thompson. You know, I've lost 40 pounds. Let's put it up for the weekend warriors. It's the Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Bray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. What's up, West Coast Cam? Hi, Don. Should I should I say from from north of the border? How are you doing there? Broad, broadcasting live from international waters or borders. Well, it's not water because it's frozen up here. <laughs> but yes, broadcasting live from our great friends from the north, Canada. Well, I, I mean, there's one thing about it there, Cam, is that you did get one time zone closer to me. This is true, but it was still also a struggle to you know set this up. I got. I got family Christmas going on downstairs and I'm in my father-in-law's office staring at all of his Wally's and Iron Man being jealous while they're all drinking and having a gay old time. Did you really, did you just call your family gay? No, they're having a gay old time. I just heard you call them gay. No way. My family is awesome. Dude, I want to, I want to know where your father-in-law got Jeeves. So all, He's got a couple. He's got one of those in Scottsdale, too. They're actually really cool. He loves those little guys. Dude, so for our listeners, Cam's ha- Cam has Jeeves, which is a, we're going to call him a wax statue, kind of like from the old <laughs> wax museum deal. He's all dressed up in a tux, got a bow tie, and he is standing there um, looking like he wants to say something, but doesn't really take understand. A picture of it. We can use this. We can use him as our. Uh, oh, yeah, totally. We're using him for Instagram this week. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cam, uh, I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed Christmas. Yeah, it was good. I, uh, Jet, I Jet, uh, Santa, Santa treated Jet pretty well. He got his own, you know, blacked out, murdered out truck on some Mickey Thompson's and uh, just living La Vida Loca out there. I saw his new helmet. Yeah, he, we, my grandma, because the whole deal with that is my, my grandma had bought my brother and I had these little BMX helmets when we were kids and um, she used to always wear them with us too, but they were like BMX racing slash motocross helmets. So we, but we would always wear them like 24 seven, like even just playing in the front yard. So my, my grandma got one for jet and he opened it and it's like a literally like a $40, like toddler BMX helmet, like, but it's like a moto style one. And uh, we, my dad and I looked at each other like after he opened it and we were like, yeah, those graphics are gay. <laughs> so, needless to say, twenty seconds later, I went in the garage, tore it apart, sanded it, based it, and you know, put some graphics on it. And yeah, it's pretty cool. I like. I told my dad, and we were spraying it in the "quote unquote" spray booth on the side of my parents' house. I said, you know, nothing like putting you know, hundred dollars worth of pearl on a forty dollars helmet. You know what I mean? He's like, yep, give it another coat. Oh my god. Oh my God! Poor Jet doesn't stand a chance. What are you guys gonna do if the kid actually, like, wakes up one day when he's ten and goes, "Man, I ain't got time for none of this moto nonsense, motocross, drag racing, Hot Wheels, RC, having family. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go hug a tree." That's probably not gonna happen. But if it does, I hope he's into like snowboarding or surfing or skating or something or golf, maybe even. You know. 
Uh, I mean, if he wants to actually make some real money, maybe he would, you know, go baseball, <clears throat> golf, something like that. But we'll let him decide. But he's going to have every opportunity to do whatever the hell he wants. You know, you guys, are, you're going to be one of those parents king. that just keep force feeding the sport your livelihood down no. the throat. Swallow Dude, I don't it even up. Know the- <laughs> I don't even know the rules to any sort of sport outside of racing and racing. Some beg to differ that it's not a sport. So, um, yeah, we were into the, like the board sports in my life, in my family. So. Shuffleboard. Yeah. Shuffleboard, things of that nature. Okay. So, I was just, I was yeah. just checking. Just wanted to see if you West Coast but folks yeah, knew Santa that was is. good. You know, Angie, the little munchkin got me a sick watch for Christmas and yeah. Don't know why you're. I still can't tell time. You're late for everything. I know, I know. It was funny because I was like trying to figure out what to get her for Christmas, and and I was like, Angie, what do you want? She's like, I just want nobody to talk to me for three hours. <laughs> did okay. you did you print her off a gift certificate for that silence did, for 180 I, well, minutes? I, I had to print that bitch her, out and gave it to her. <laughs> yeah, I got her a spa day at the Paseo Hotel. It's like the big hotel down by our house. Yeah, that was supposed to be quiet for her for three hours. It's going to be. She hasn't like cashed it in yet, but she well, said I nailed it, so I, we're good. Yeah, that's when you muttered under your breath, and it also gives me three hours of silence as well. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's right, I'll Angie. I said it. Grandpa's house. There you go. Well, dude, I, I don't know about you. I mean, we had a pretty good Christmas. We were just, you know, obviously we're a year removed. We feel like we're a lot better than we were a year ago here in the uh, good old household O'Neill da Casa. So uh, we went to spend a couple of days in Chicago. Di got to see her family. The girls got to see their family. And uh, we're back here hanging out. My wife decided that the bathroom needed to be painted which is like code for overhaul. Like I like nodded my head. Yeah, let's paint the bathroom. Then it turned into bathroom light, bathroom fixtures, bath. I mean, really, where is that like subtext? I don't know. But anyway, so uh, that got knocked out. And fast forward to that today, we are recording. Wow. On a Monday for New Year's this week. Yep. Can you? We're over a year old. Podcasts. Can't One believe year it. Old. Yeah. Cannot believe it. It took us we're a year. Still here. Yeah. <laughs> we're still, still here. Still here. Fighting, dude. I'm telling you, when I'm doing these conversions for our old podcast to, to upload to YouTube, and I hear our first episodes, and it, to to listen to where we started to where we are now, I still don't understand I how anybody's to our listeners out there. That- <laughs> They're all they're all going. Who are these two dorks? Which is probably still the case, but obviously. No, but. but nonetheless, we're going to close out our 2019 year of podcasting with a very famous individual that has taken us a year to get on the show. I mean, I think he was on the list in like episode four. That we. I wanted. just got to say, I hope we don't lose him on the technicality. We almost did sounds like before we dialed him up but i just i just hope the uh you know the international borders don't put any sort of lock on the internet and you know freeze me out of this place i don't they, even get to talk they say they're listening all the time right that's right well i Big mean brothers watch <laughs> i mean they might hear his voice and be like cut 
Cut. <laughs> We're getting FCC fined everywhere. But now our our guest is the first one that we've actually could classify that we were going to have to cancel for a natural disaster. <laughs> Legit. Legit natural disaster. So uh, we're going to be blessed. Our listeners are going to be blessed with a very important person in the world of motorsports. Um, the individual, uh, man, I, if you're a drag racer and you don't know who he is, I don't really think you can consider yourself a drag racer. Uh, and as far as radial racing goes in drag racing, it definitely has a market cornerstone. And, and they're doing big stuff out in the desert, out in the West Coast as well, uh, in your neck of the woods, Cam. But uh, we're going to get be fortunate enough to uh, have Mr. Tom Kundrick from Mickey Thompson Tires on the line with us today. Tom, are you there? I'm here, guys. How are you? Still breathing. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> they haven't cut us off yet. They, they heard your voice. Was, we're still here. You know, it kills me, guys, with this famous stuff, you know. And, uh, every time somebody says that, I'm like, stop it. Oh, stop. Well, 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 wait. I almost. He's I, blushing. Look at him. He is. Yeah, for He's our listeners. Blushing. Now, look, the one thing I didn't tell Tom, we went through pre production, and Tom's had a hell of a day already. So, first off, thank you very much, Tom, for uh, slamming your day through the pipe to uh, be able to still be on with us today. But during during our little conversation prior, I had a note over here for intro that I was going to say was Fletcher Cox's best friend. And, and I did, I left it off and I, and I, I mean, I don't know. I was, I I was on the fence about saying, you know, Fletcher Cox, best friend. I just didn't know how well that would go. Uh, but one way or the other, we're really happy to have you on finally, sir. I appreciate that. And I I would tell you that I, I'm good friends with Mr. Cox. Uh, I don't know about his best friend. Uh, you may think so, but uh, yeah, (laughs) uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be, uh, Friend with him, great guy. Hey, Ro- Roger would be pretty pissed if he knew that you and Fletcher were best friends, and you know he wasn't in there. <laughs> I will say, and you know, Joe, Joe and Roger are uh, some of my closest friends in this sport, and I tell everybody that the one thing about what I get to do every day is meeting good people, and uh, I've met some really good people over the years that I hope I'm friends with. Even maybe when I'm done, retired from this, or whatever I decide to do later in life. And they've given you so much shit because they've been on both of them have been on the podcast and you haven't. So you know, oh, you, gotta, you gotta save the best for last. Nobody wants to listen to a babbler. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we just completed the trifecta of having having those three on. Which now now that they're all three have been on it, now we're gonna have a, a triple threat match, and we're all three of you gonna have, be on one episode at one time. I don't know if the world can handle that. Most people run the other way. Well, the one thing before we get really into it that kind of pops to my mind, I remember a Facebook Live video from a few (laughs) years back of Tom, Joe, Roger, and the Duck when Radio versus the World was kind of you know ducks race kind of when when i remember and i could be completely wrong but i'm an nhra racer right but that's when i remember donald long coming to the scene weren't you guys at a beach house in florida or something when that took place where were you guys at no no we were, we were at a beach house in maryland with nate pritchett that's having it. guys oh, weekend. 
and let me tell <laughs> Nate and Adam Pritchett, uh, you know, those the people that you didn't mention, those five guys, Nate, Adam Pritchett, Donald, Joe O, and Roger Connolly, uh, some of my best friends in this sport. And, man, I'm blessed to have those guys as friends. And I'm telling you, if anybody ever is up to the challenge, come spend three days with us and see if you can make it three days. Hell no. I'm out. I could barely last a night. <laughs> it is uh and it's not partying it's just picking on you you know mm-hmm. it, it, it's rough it's brutal uh, and i, I can know, attest to that oh it's awful <laughs> I, I don't know how people do it takes them four just to deal with me so i get it <laughs> all right well tom we're gonna bring you in my friend give us uh as we tell all our guests give us the 30 second elevator pitch about who tom is uh, you know, I like to think Tom Kundrick is a very humble uh, family guy. Uh, try to look out for all these racers out there. Uh, try to be fair. You know, my dad always told me in life, all you have is your name. And uh, I try to live by that. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that think I'm an ass. And you might be right. Uh, but I, <laughs> I try to be fair and honest with people and do the right thing and stick to my word. Uh, Mickey Thompson has given me the ability um, to do that. It's been a, you know, it's a great company to work for. We're innovative. Um, I, I tell people where I came from, you know, as an 18-year-old kid that got a job in a tire store and uh, ended up loving tires, worked my way from the top to the bottom. I had a guy tell me when I was in training, learning how to change tires, that I would never be anything in life. And I use that as my motivator to where I am today. Um, am I lucky to a lot of some of the stuff that I have today? Uh, yes, I've met a lot of people uh, that have influenced me and helped me get to where I am. But uh, you make your own luck. You do. You make your own luck. You never stop. You just keep your head down, keep plowing through. You know, I, I yell at my kid all the time. You know, she walks with her head down. And I'm like, kid, put your head up and look where you're going. Um, and, and you'll get somewhere in life. You know, don't walk through the airport with your head down or through the mall. You're eventually going to run into some shit. So, uh, you know, keep your head up and look where you're going and uh, be honest with people. I mean, that, I guess that's who Tom is, you know, every day. I'd like to think so. Yeah, that's that's pretty a fair assessment. My question, my question though, is what I know you with the first time you were Mickey Thompson. What like what was your first role there? My first role was uh, motorsport sales. So I worked, I'd worked on getting accounts. And then I also worked on the race trailers, mounting, balancing tires, um, going to the races, you know, dealing with, with people like Don and like you can, um, (laughs) every day, you know, the same thing that my guys do now, I did it. So I started, you know, um, learning it all and, uh, and knowing and, and building the relationships that, uh, that we call today is, you know, customers, friends, family, whatever. Um, that, that's where I started at the bottom. And then, uh, you know, I worked under Mr. Carl Robinson, uh, you know, one of my mentors in life, great guy. Um, like I said, I've been fortunate enough to work for some really good people. Um, and then I've got some really good breaks in my life. So it's awesome. So being with Mickey Thompson, all right. So we, 
we know motorsports, everything is is a competitive marketplace, right? Because everybody wants to everybody wants to be the best, everybody wants to have the best, and those products and brands and companies that come into the fold allow racers to to try to ob- obtain those two things to be the best and to have the best when it comes to mickey thompson they have always been right there on the line of being a a professional you know mickey thompson's got a, a horrendous you know just horrific story in the background of the tragedy that went on but the brand that has you know is a living legend it's still a living legend it's breathing every day uh, of mickey thompson and mickey thompson in the last decade i mean i think we can probably say the last decade is we're getting ready to turn 2020 has just been punching people in the face with their products and the competitiveness in the marketplace. Um, what what is it that Mickey Thompson does better to to or or is like I don't want to say better because then that means you're putting everybody else down. What is it that Mickey Thompson is doing that is always pushing Mickey Thompson to continue to strive to be the best because it's tough to have a competitive flame to keep moving day in and day out. What What is it internally? I mean, your leadership has got to be doing something, your, your customers. What is it for your, for your team, Tom? You know, um, they allow us the ability to be the best at Mickey Thompson. Um, there's a team of people, um, Jason Moulton, head of our R&D, um, I call him the mad scientist, um, his group, uh, in product, uh, my guys, all my guys in, in motorsports. Um, we listen, um, I don't want to give all our secrets out. We respect our competition. Uh, but we listen to the customer. You know, we, we've, uh, you say in the last decade, um, and, and you're right. You know, we, uh, we left the NHRA deal. Uh, years ago, um, we had a pro stock tire, um, uh, didn't get a fair shot. <clears throat> um, they outlawed our tire, made it a spec tire for another company, uh, the Wingfoot. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't name any names or anything, but yeah, no we, any names. Yeah. And if, and if you don't understand what that meant, uh, probably listening to the wrong show. <laughs> you know, huge respect for uh, the people over there and uh, and, and our other competitors. Uh, but NHRA made it a uh, a spec tire, um, sold the rights to them, and uh, we were out about three million dollars in developing a pro stock tire. So we never really got a chance to go at it. As a company, we decided to pull out of NHRA for five years, and I can tell you. Um, a lot of people were upset with us. Um, we even thought we were kind of crazy to do it. The NHRA, why would you leave the NHRA? Um, they, they're the powerhouse. They're the mecca of motorsports, right? Uh, next to NASCAR, right? Uh, the mecca to me because we don't compete in NASCAR. Um, but for five years, we stepped back and we listened and we asked and we worked on our product and then uh, I got the uh, ability to run motorsports. Uh, Mr. Robinson stepped aside to run, uh, do some wheel stuff with us. Um, and they asked me to step up and run motorsports. And uh, 
like I said, we listened, we worked on a product, we went out there, we beat, you know, we walked beat on people's doors we we walked the walk we talked the talk we we had the right stuff and i think that's how we ended up where we are today so now you're mickey thompson's huge in the radio world right Correct. I mean, they they own all the radio tire records I, I mean i could be wrong i mean probably have to call up somebody brett kepner or somebody tell me you know record wise but i'm pretty sure that all the radio tires are on mickey's yeah, uh, we pretty much own them all that I know of. I don't think anything's uh, in, you know, unless somebody's got like a 11580R12 uh, that they made and it's on some bar over there in Indonesia going 11060 foot. I don't know, but, you know. How, how big is the radio market been to Mickey Thompson? As oh, far as huge. for for growth wise, it's huge. You know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a, a short story. I got a lot of them. Um, you know, I like to yap a little. <laughs> but uh, man, are you a caliber? Can't have any stories. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, uh, uh, God, it, the thing was the the original Et Street radio um, that was designed was designed on a nine ninety streetcar. Okay. That tire eventually ended up going 389 or 388 in the eighth mile at over 200. Okay. 990 streetcar, 380s. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, and it lasted uh, 14 years in the market, 15 years before we replaced the 31560 radio. Um, and so. Jason and uh, his product team and uh, us in Motorsports and Mickey Thompson decided that uh, we, we had lost the radio market to the people of Purple on the 275-60-15. Um, we lost it for one year. And we decided that we were going to work on the ET Street Radio Pro. So, okay, so Jason had some ideas. We went out, we tested. In one test, we had gone faster than the competition, um, anything that was out there. So we decided one test, we release a tire. Now, Jason put this on my shoulders. He goes, hey, I want to let you know, uh, I want you to make the decision if we're going to release that tire. And I said, oh, man, I couldn't sleep for two days. <laughs> I'm like, my stomach hurts. I'm like, Jason, I can't make this decision. What's wrong with you? He said, nope, you're going to do it. So I made the decision. We released it. That was the inception of the 275 Pro, uh, as it's known today. Uh, the, that rules X275 and pretty much anything out there. And then we decided that we we're going to make the 315 Pro, uh, which now has been 350s in the eighth. Uh, and and we we're very passionate about our radio race. We're very passionate about racing in general. Uh, you know, like I said. Everybody, our, our president, our, the board of people, the board people at Cooper, because uh, most people don't know this, but Cooper Tire owns Mickey Thompson um, and Dixie Peck. They're, we're very passionate. Uh, they, the board lets us do what we want. They let us run wild, I guess you would say. And uh, so we did the 315 Pro, sets all the records. Me and Jason uh, decided that one day we were talking that, uh, hey, let's take this ET Street radio that has ruled the world for 14 years and switch it up. 
<laughs> let's just get rid of it. Well, all, everybody in the place went nuts. Our salespeople, you're going to bankrupt us. The president, your guys are crazy. Well, we made the Ichi Street SS because the customer said that they wanted bigger sizes, better in the rain. They wanted a tire that could handle 800 to 1,000 horsepower streetcars and still drive it every day. Now, is it absolutely perfect in the rain? No, but I can tell you, you can drive this thing. I've driven my Mustang. They make 1,200 of the tire, uh, 65 mile an hour in a downpour, and no problems. Now, do you have to drive with like you got some sense? Yes. Um, <laughs> People don't factor that that whole common sense thing, and usually, well, it is the new world superpower game. <laughs> also true. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then we had our customers telling us that they need something that can handle a thousand plus horsepower on the street. So we made the ET Street R. And, you know, the, the world, everything at Mickey Thompson evolves around what your customer is asking for. And like I said, I, I, I can't say enough about listening. I mean, you, me, Cam, and uh, Don sat here and talked about old New Coke, Coca Cola Classic, as I still call it, and Pepsi Challenge back in the day. Coke learned a valuable lesson is to listen. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, Tom, so that being said, you listen, you, you, we've talked about how the board, the umbrella at Mickey Thompson, Cooper Tires, their involvement and passionate about motorsports. That being said, you guys are involved in a lot of different sanctioning bodies. So let's just take, let's take drag racing and off-road truck, desert truck. You got what? Do you guys are involved? What is that? Is it the Baja series that you guys are involved in? Am I using we, the or is it Score? We do. We know we we used to do Score and Snore. Um, we don't really do a lot of desert racing anymore. Well, uh, where we spend a lot of time is uh, Lucas Oil short course racing. Okay, um, with Brian Deegan and. And some of the others uh, out there, you know, uh, we, we won the buggy championship like five times in a row in that deal uh, with our uh, Sportsman ST, which is just like a regular everyday street tire that they just groove, right? Um, they, they've gone to DOT tires here in the last year, which is really cool. So basically oh. off the shelf, yeah, on Pro 2, we've gone to uh, off the shelf DOT tire that's what you have to run. And then Pro 4 still uses the project tire that uh, um, is, you know, groovable and all that stuff. You basically groove your own tread in it. So Pro and 2 can't do the groove thing anymore? You could still groove a DOT tire, yeah. Uh, okay. But you don't really have to do much with the DOT. Uh, but, you know, we sit there. Most people will notice. that a lot. I remember, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> being you, as the West Coast guy, you know, all my buddies are all into that stuff. Get oh, out yeah. Yeah, grooving tire is no fun. I mean, you know, Todd no. and my guys out there, they, you know, I have uh, uh, an extended family uh, on the West Coast. I have two guys that work for me, Mike Judson and Todd Dwyer out there. And uh, then we have some temp help that comes in. But you want to talk about a, a, a working job right there? Um, grooving tires, uh, mounting those things with liners in them. Kiss my ass on that. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm um, over here shaking my head. Hell no. Tommy's got people for that. <laughs> 55 gallon drums, right? They'll fill up like nine of those things, 10 of them, 
with tire scraps that they've grooved. It, wow. it's, it's nuts. Um, so, I mean, we get into that and uh, now we've gotten into last year was our first year. Um, King of the Hammers with our Baja Pro X tire that we uh, released. Um, we've gotten to that. And then we have the Baja Boss that we did some sticky compound stuff on to run in King of the Hammers in the Ultra 4. And then our Rock Bouncer stuff, which is the Baja Pro X. And now we just released a street version of it. If, uh, it's called the Baja Pro XS. Um, if you guys have never seen that, I recommend you go to our website and uh, check it out. It's pretty sick. Uh, just in talking about, I mean, this is totally off off topic and subject, but Tom being the head of motorsports for Mickey Thompson, we know him because of drag racing or whatever, and we're friends outside of all of that as well. But this just goes to show you, like he's just talking about two. You're talking off road and and drag racing. How busy this guy can be, like. So keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, when you're trying to bug poor Tom every five seconds, the guy's got a lot going on, I'd imagine. <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, I mean, he didn't tell me to say that, but it's just the poor guy, you know. Am I am I wrong? No, you're, you're not wrong, you know. And it, I mean, and not that you don't want to help and talk to people. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, you got, I mean, dude. Plus, I mean, you got other series. I mean, how many series do you guys think you're with? Oh, I mean, MRA. NMRA, NMCA, you know, we do NHRA, IHRA, uh, you know, the off-road, uh, you know, King of the Hammers. We got a lot of stuff on our plate. I mean, people, and plus we do shows, you know, we take two rigs to every national event. Uh, I have a marketing rig that we take and, and then we, uh, um, then we have to take our service rig to every national event. Plus we do, inter- uh, you know, divisionals. Um, 109 events last year we went to. So, I, I mean, you're really busy. I get that. <laughs> I, 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 but I didn't hear you say anything about any kind of road racing. No, we don't, uh, no road racing. You know, we used to do some formula drift stuff for, uh, Cooper that we would go, uh, um, mountain balance and, you know, change tires at a formula drift deal. Um, I think you gotta just know who you are. You know, you can uh, you can get into involved to everything, but why not just be the best at what you do? You know, and that's what we try to thrive towards every day is try to be the best in the stuff that we're good at. We're, in your arena. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. in your guys' arena, is pretty damn big. <laughs> yeah. And, and people look at us as a motorsports company, right? Yeah. Uh, that's only about... 35% of maybe 30, 35% of our revenue are. That's what I was going to ask you with all the other stuff. I mean, again, being the California guy, like everybody and their brother has Mickey Thompson tires on their truck around here or Cooper or CPEC or whatever. So, like, it's a huge company. I was curious what the. It's, know, it's, what it's the, like 30, 35%. But, you know, the things that keeps our door open every day is when everybody out there. Goes and buys Mickey Thompson truck tires and wheels. You know we're, we're in the wheel business too, uh, not as much as we used to, uh, but man, our our truck tires—it's some of the best in the world. You know we stand behind the stuff. You know, we got stuff that's got 60, 50, 60 thousand mile warranty on a luggy, you know, a rugged lugged uh, truck tire, and uh, 
amazing. You know, it's crazy. I put them on all, all my friends. Like I tell people, if you run another brand, I get cams had them forever. Mm -hmm. uh, if you run another brand, well, I don't need to be friends with you. You, know, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you want to run the, that stuff made over there, or the stuff on that other side of the pond that needs a, more tariffs so we could sell more tires Then, Hey, you know, find yourself a new best friend. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if I'll be your best friend, but it is, you know, uh, definitely. That's uh, what we already we already discovered that was taken by by Fletcher. That's but, right. That's what Don believes. And, Fletcher is and, and Roger, Roger and Joe in a close second, third. <laughs> that is just to irritate them at that point. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Uh huh. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, I'm sure they'll actually listen. So you know, absolutely. Well, I know that was. You took the words right out of as Cam said when you're talking about 35% because the the split there to try, you know, we always want to understand where a company sees, you know, the proverbial golden goose that keeps the doors open and allows them to, to do the other things that they might, you know, say hobby passion, if you will, uh, from that standpoint. And everything in motorsports is a, a passion base. It's not something that we have to do it's something that we choose to do or that we love to do um so to understand that and for you to echo it by saying that you do the best you possibly can in the markets that you're in and don't really you know concern yourself with the other markets is that always been the play inside the building no no honestly uh, you know we've tried a lot of things tried a lot of different things uh tried to go to your uh your corner uh tire dealers with our stuff and everything. And, and we're a performance aftermarket company. I mean, that's, we've, uh, uh, we've learned that that's where we, uh, we thrive. Um, and we've, uh, you know, once you learn your identity, um, you know, identity in this day and age is huge, um, uh, where you're going and where you want to be. And, uh, Don's still trying to it. figure out his identity. So we get it. You're the one on the West coast knucklehead. Don't even try it. <laughs> That's just, he's just looking for uh, sunny weather. You, I agree with Cam. You're still looking. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> to remember this, Tom, that Cam wears Jerusalem cruisers. Have you, do you know what Jerusalem cruisers are, Tom? Yes. Cam, they, Cam they, actually wears those. Those are called mandals. Mandals. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> mandals, and he also wears skinny jeans. You're all... <laughs> This is you know, me and Cam go back a long oh, way. Oh God! Things. I was not, I was not going to talk about Cam's attire and his flannel button down. You know, listen, gotta look fresh for the in laws. You know, they say. Oh, I'm not even going to go there. Sarah, I'll be nice, so I'm not going to do it. It's the holidays. Don, Don, ruined, Don uh, warned me. Please, everybody will hear this, Tom. Don't say what you really want to say. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> totally not. We're gonna get to what you can say what you want to say at the end, right before we <laughs> right before yeah. we shut it down. Oh, uh, all right, Tom. So we we've talked about this. Let's let's take the take the service hat off and let's talk about motorsports marketing and what Mickey Thompson's strategy is when it comes to racers. And it doesn't. You know, we're we're not gonna specifically say hey we're we're looking at drag racing or off-road racing let's just let's just look right down the, the the middle and say where where are you at as far as the strategy when it comes out of the mickey thompson building you know um i guess i kind of got a different one and, and maybe i don't um but 
you know, me as a person running motorsports here, and we, we have a lot of people that put in every year. Um, we look at thousands of proposals a year and people might not believe this, but I have like next week, my team will be offsite for seven days looking at every proposal that comes into this company that we get, whether it's on paper, um, email, um, fax machine, Pony Express, whatever way you want to send it, um, Pigeon, I, I don't care. We look at it and we read it um, and, and we look at it, you know, and and I tell everybody, they're like, well, what's the easiest way to get on Team MT? Well, the way we look at it, anybody that runs a Mickey Thompson tire, you're part of the team, right? Um, yeah, you might not be sponsored, but the best way for you to get on there is to believe and buy our product already. Um, if you're running something else and you're a champion, that's great. I love you. You did a great job. You're a champion. But until you believe in our stuff, it's going to be really hard to get sponsored. Um, and, I, and I think more companies should go that route because no one sells your stuff better than the people that run it every day. You know, um, part of our success flavor of the week thing. Like everybody's like, Oh, like we talk about that all the time on the show. Like, you know, you get some guy that gets, you know, gives you a K oil. And then once that case oil is gone, you jump to the next one. And then the next one, like they're not, they're not buying the oil X brand oil because they like it. They're buying, they're using it because they get it for free. Yes. Everybody wants something for free, but I mean, same thing with tires, right? I mean, every, Oh, you know, I want, I want the better deal on the tires. So I'm going to go to the purple people or the, what is it? The wing, the wing, wing shoe or whatever. Wing <laughs> foot. Just because, just because they're getting, just because they're getting a free set of tires or whatever. Like, you know, that's not, that's not the case, you know? And, uh, and you as a, as a business professional, you get that, you know, like trying to convert these people to, to understand that is, is the hard part, you know, cause everybody just wants free. Well, how can I, I think a, Number one, everybody just wants free stuff. They don't get why companies give free stuff. At the end of the day, they're doing that to make money. To sell you, if I give you one set of tires, I, you better sell me four, or or else it's not worth it, or whatever, whatever your return is. But like people just like you said, oh, how can I get sponsored? They just want to be able to say, oh, I'm sponsored. Like, you know, I would tell people too. You know, some people get a. Sp- a discount that's still a sponsorship you know what i mean some kind of you're we're taking profit away from the company to give to you um that's a good way you know and and in years past um you know my biggest thing now is when people come to the trailer people that are normal customers not like don coming hey i need a new set of tires because i spun my shit around 37 times going down the racetrack Ah. <laughs> True story, um, twice. There is that. Um, you know, and I got to put you know twelve hundred dollars worth of tires on a car every time because <laughs> you know. Um, Drive some nails in those things so that way he's got like some tread. <laughs> people ask me how yeah. do I get sponsored, and I stress to them all the time: learn, meet the people that work at the trailers. Those are your biggest fans. Meet Buddy. Meet. Chris, meet Jeff, Mike. meet Mike, yeah. uh, you know, meet these guys and, and get to know them because they're going to be your biggest advocates down the road. Yes, 
knowing Tommy is a good thing, probably, uh, and me knowing what you're doing, but you're dealing with those guys buying those tires. I can tell you that the way I sponsor people is when they come to the trailer to buy another set and I say, Hey, this one's on me. Now, do I do it all the time? No, but I do it a lot because I see people spending, you know, $800,000, $500,000. And I know it's expensive to get there. I've raced. I still race. You know, I, I, I'm, I've tuned cars. I'm, I'm part of this deal. Um, and, and, and yes, I want to help everyone, right? We all do, right? But uh, of course, the, the, the business doesn't run off of, uh, you know, it's not yeah, a nonprofit deal. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, t- Tom, let's talk about because you and I have like an awkward relationship, and I I feel like it's okay to use that word because <laughs> be, because you've been there as a friend with me for a lot of things, significant emotional events that I've been through. You've been there for career changes and leaving the military and getting married and and everything else. So you've been there. Um, away from the racetrack, if you will, uh, as well as on the professional side, when we bounce marketing ideas, we talk about different racers and strategies and so forth. So I feel like we have, you know, using the word awkward is, is definitely that because there's times that we split the conversation for what we're doing. When is there a conversation that doesn't involve Don that doesn't start with the word awkward? <laughs> hey, I'm a unique bird. God dang it. Hold on. Okay. I don't. I don't really have a call or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, c- continue, continue. What is the funniest thing that a racer has done that was sponsored? Okay, we're going to use that word. Let's say supported, supported by Team MT, that just made you shake your head and go, "Yep, he won't be back <laughs> next year." Don't use names, but let's just do the the short story. You know. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this one. This one might take a minute. There, there's been quite a few things that people have done over the years uh, that just make me, you know, uh, mostly, you know, the thing that really does, it's the blatant stuff that people do that really make me shake my head. Like, well, I was just testing those for the run. You know, I, I just, uh, I put those on. I just wanted to see, my friend wanted to try my Big Bubba's. So I tried to, well, okay, well, where's your friend at? And like, like you catch them red-handed, right? Um, and we catch a lot of people. Don't think I ain't going to know. Don can tell you, I, and Cam probably tell you too, I'm pretty in tune to the whole market. If, if you're sponsored by us and you're trying to do something, uh, um, shady. Um, we'll probably catch you. What you um, mean? What you mean? Like going to do a tire test for another manufacturer with your Mickey Thompson logo still on the car? Eh, you know that. <laughs> hey, and, and here, guys, uh, this is something that's near and dear to my heart. It really bothers me is when if a company gives you something, okay, um, sponsorship <clears throat> tires. <clears throat> and you don't use them, don't sell them. Give them to somebody else or call the company and say, hey, can uh, do the right thing? Because, listen, this is the way all this stuff gets ruined. Um, I got myself in some trouble before with it. Uh, 
but do the right thing. If you, you know, like, cause somebody's going to call you out. I'm going to call you out 100%. If I see it and it's Mickey Thompson's money that we invested in, and it's not that I'm mad at you. I'm mad at myself that I didn't make the right decision. Cause I could have gave it to somebody that believed in us or going to use it or needed right. it. Right. I've given tires to people and, you know, uh, we were at a race, a guy came up, uh, seen him at our trailer a bunch of times, uh, gave him a set of tires. He started crying. And I said, well, what are you crying for, guy? And uh, he said, well, I didn't have the money to buy these. Uh, you know, it was the last money out of my credit card, and you just made my day. And, hey, that makes me feel better, right, at that point. Um, but that that's what I get mad because I could have gave it to somebody else. Not that I'm mad at you or I think you're less of a person or whatever. Just just do the right thing. Help everybody out. I mean, I sound like, a, I don't know, whatever, speech or, you know, up here running for president or something. But No, uh, for all our listeners, they call that ethics is what they call that. They call that as ethics. That's the terminology. That was the word you're looking for there, Mr. Tundrick, was the word well, ethics. You know, once again, the superpower, common sense. Too. That's it is no, absolutely. Well, I'd say people get confused with that though, like because sometimes you'll have a deal with something to where it's like, hey, sell this and whatever you get out of it, put it towards your racing. Great if it's a product that they don't expect you to be running on your car and or using. You know, like say, oh, I'm sponsored by a washing machine company. They give you 17 washing machines. You go sell them and you use that money for your car. That's a different story. So people don't get that confused because a lot of people do do that. They get 35 cases of X brand oil. I always use oil. I don't know why. I've, I've never been sponsored by an oil company, but it's, I guess, but. Um, it's a consumable. But yeah, they do it. that. Yeah. So it's like, but if they think that you're using it and all of a sudden you say, hey, I need a seven more pallets of that good stuff. Hmm. Really? I know how much you race. That just seems a little awkward. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> and it happens a lot, guys. I mean, it's uh, people don't realize, you know, I, I tell everybody, if you if you really want to see, come sit with my office from, I don't know, December to February in, in the amount of stuff that comes in. And just could you, you know, and I, I try not to be rude to people, but I try to also be upfront and honest with them. If you won, if you won one race, you didn't win the world yet, guys. Go out there, put a hard effort into. It. Trust me, I, there's plenty of people that I want to sponsor. I go out and I get them, um, and we watch, and my guys watch, and uh, you know, I don't even know. Oh, I do because <laughs> I, I want to go back to something that you said earlier that I I believe wholeheartedly that most people forget or, or, or they don't realize it. The way you talk or treat people from a manufacturer on the midway and 105 degree day while they're trying to mount and balance your tires or break your tires down, I promise you when you submit your proposal by carrier pigeon to the Mickey Thompson marketing department and Tom goes, Hey, What's everybody think about Joe Snuffy and the guy that you mouthed off to in 110 degree heat who was mounting and balanced your tires turn, is in the room and goes, that guy was a complete 
ass to me at such and such race. I wouldn't give that him. That used to happen at my previous employer all, all the damn time. Skippy. We'd be in the conference room, be like, "Hey, who do you? What do you think about this guy?" And somebody be like, "F him, he's a dick, whatever." Like exactly. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, okay, check him off the list. I, I mean, I'm not saying that that's what happens to Mickey Thompson, but I'm just telling you that if you think that little line in the Jimmy John's restaurant about if you treat the waiter bad, you're probably a bad person. I'm gonna say that that's right nine times out of ten. I will tell you flat out, if you disrespect the people that work in my trailers, if you disrespect, you can disrespect me. I'll deal with it. Um, I, um, and I'm not saying that my guys at the trailer camp, but they're busting their ass to help you. Hell and yeah, get, they are. Get, get your stuff done. Um, yeah, they need to be your number one fan. Trust me. And that's why I say, man, when it comes down to sponsorships or uh, this stuff, these guys work hard. They travel. They're away from their family. I mean, when I was doing it, I did 32 races. That's 32 weekends I was on the road. Um, and like I said, I've met a lot of friends. I, I had a lot of respect for a lot of people out there. But it ain't just my guys. It's everybody. I mean, in general, um, if you're sponsored, don't come up there talking shit to them. I mean, it, <laughs> even if you're not sponsored. Paying customer, you'll get a lot. My mom used to tell me you get more with uh, what is it, sugar than whatever molasses or whatever the hell she used to say. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not trying to preach, preach to anybody, but uh, people are always they want to know how to get sponsored. Well, start by this, and, and I'll give you one. I'll give you one time that you talk wrong to my guys if you're sponsored, and the next time you won't be sponsored. So. And there are some people out there that can tell you they've had that talk, you know. Well, and it's I don't I don't really feel like it's anything that like we're like oh you know eye opening moments to these to people that are listening that it shouldn't be anyway. Um, that being said, let's let's move forward to this. Tom coming out of PRI, SEMA shows, trade shows, everything's motorsports related. It's the off season. Everybody's looking for their deals, deal of the week, deal of the month, deal of the year. We, we talk about this a lot on the show. Cam and I go back and forth about being brand ambassadors. And during the PRI show, I t- had the privilege of talking to some executives about them trying to take their manufacturing companies towards an elite program. Um, Cam and his team, obviously, out at Race Pack, had Team Race Pack. Um, you know, we have Team NT. Uh, so that being said, I always refer, like, the best program I've ever been able to like see from a distance never been a part of was was the red bull program and how they treated their athletes and they mentored them and it was a big deal to be part of team red bull right and so for your for your vision we're gonna make tom king at mickey thompson for a week the marketing wise what are some of the things that you feel like has got to change in the motorsports marketing world for sponsored or brand ambassadors, whatever cliche that we want to use moving forward into this next decade as we're getting ready to cross over into 2020. I, I hope it's not the, the, the Red Bull thing of the world. Cause that's really expensive. <laughs> uh, uh, Red Bull athletes is the elite that whoever does their marketing, whoever made that up is absolutely a, a genius and a genius. Amazing. In, in my mind, because um, 
but being a Red Bull athlete is like winning the Cy Young Award, you know what I mean, in baseball or, or playing in the Pro Bowl in football. Uh, they're paid athletes. They get paid very, very well. Uh, you know, you with Ken Block and all these guys. and uh, uh, There's a bunch of guys that race Lucas Oil off-road. Uh, Derek Menzi, um, you know, he's a Red Bull athlete. Man, I'd love to say that Mickey Thompson had the money to go out and do that. And, and we've talked about that, pick your athletes. And we do have some, you know, Brian Deegan, uh, Billy Glidden over the years, all sponsored, um, Dan Fletcher. Um, at that level, uh, no, I would say. Um, they're not sponsored at that level. Um, but, man, I, you know, Don, I wish I had the answer to that. I don't know. Um, I would love to see, you know, social media and Instagram has uh, really been huge. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that Instagram and, 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 you know, social media has been huge. But at the same time, I think it can also be a, uh, hindrance. a, a hindrance for you because, you know, there's how many people in the world? Uh, whatever billions, right? Billions. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, they start an Instagram account and now they're your best friend and you know, this and that. And they have, I mean, I think it's great. I think anything for people to make more money and, and make a living, these kids, you know, 16, 18, 20 year olds and they got mansions. Hell yeah. Good for you. That gives my kids some hope. You know, that's why I look at all these people that I see every day that, uh, um, even people that I don't, I don't know, I won't say respect, but, wouldn't look up to and you look at him and you go, holy crap, if he can do it, I can do it. You know? Yeah. It just starts as a little podcast that, you know, in your garage, you know, <laughs> and then you start getting guests like people, heads of Mickey Thompson corporations. <laughs> and, oh, Hey guys. <laughs> well, Tom, one day uh, there is hope. <laughs> there, there is hope. Right. What is that? What was that cartoon? Just looking up. I'm looking up at a star. There's hope. I'm, I'm wishing upon a star. That's, that's it. Well, Tom. Okay, I, I got it. Right. We talk about social media, and, and you're absolutely right. Red Bull is a pinnacle. I mean, that's. I mean, you cannot get any better than that. I mean, to actually just think about this, the simplicity, value of a. a flat bill cap that's got the red bull logo on it and how much that that alone represents yes i said flat bill shut up Dan. Yeah. Tom, tom loves those yes they they need curved <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I i've actually warm here lately uh i have a few what? you got Look a flat bill guys. hat tom I, I got some flat bill hats uh you know oh, boy oh man anyway boy. okay let's talk about social media real quick so, is it now? It's, re- it's just two simple questions. Two simple ones. First one quantity over quality. I guess the more sh- more times you see a commercial, like if I see McDonald's on TV, and more I want McDonald's, the more I see Dunkin' Donuts, the more I want Dunkin'. So, I'm going to go with quantity, is probably the winner there. Um, I like the quality end of it, you know, so, so I'd rather go get Chick-fil-A instead of McDonald's. But uh, now we're talking <laughs> or uh, Dunkin Donuts over. What's that? Tim Hortons, Hortons thing up there. <laughs> Tim Hortons. dude. Tim Hortons. <laughs> okay. It's funny. You say Tim Hortons because every single time, side note, 
every we've gone to like 19 brunches since I've been up here. And every single one we've brought in cups. Like, it's just what you do up here. You just bring coffee to everyone. What? Can y'all hear that? that? Yeah. yeah. They're making diesel passes out front of my house. Nice. Nice. Very nice. All right. So let's, my second question is, since you took quantity and quality. So is it more impactful to have a Mickey Thompson logo on a female athlete in an Instagram post, or is it more impactful to see a Mickey Thompson logo at a racetrack facility doing what Mickey Thompson does? Hmm. You know, I don't think signage at a racetrack has ever done huge for, you know what I mean? That's more of a, Hey, we're here just to support you. I don't think you're really going to gain anything out of that. Right. Um, back in the it's day, I like think you're what you do as I come to support the track kind of thing. Right. Right. Like we have dragway 42 and Norwalk, right. Um, Norwalk, one of the best facilities in the country. I don't think anybody does it better than the baiters. Right. Um, when it comes to putting on the best show and this and that, uh, Bobby Bader and me talk quite a bit. Bill too. Uh, you know, she always tells me what's, where's the best place on earth. And I tell her Disney every time. <laughs> And she gets she gets so mad, right? She gets really mad at me, and she says, "Go, Norwalk Summit Motorsports Park. It's the best place on earth." I said, "No, nah, you ain't got nothing on Disney." <laughs> so, this lady, this is this is how you how great they are is they go above and beyond to make my experience that every time I go there um, better. You know, I don't pay contingency at any other racetrack you know, local racetrack in the country, except Norwalk. And it's because they make it easy for me. That's the thing. Make it whatever you're going to do. If you want something from a sponsor, make it as easy as possible and make it so they can have a return on investment. Norwalk was a big wingfoot purple uh, (laughs) racetrack. We came out with the Little and Big Bubba's, and I talked to Bill Bader. I said, hey, this thing's my backyard. It's 40 minutes from my house. How do we make this better? He goes, I don't know, Tom. I said, well, we paid 10 or $20 to win on a, you know, their Saturday bracket program, which they have an unusual bracket program of like four or 500 cars every weekend, uh, which is, it's, it's a hard thing to live up to for a lot of places. Um, and... I said, you know what? We're going to fix this. I'm going to pay X and X. This to win, this to runner up. And Bill said, you're going to do what? Well, guess what? By the end of the year, that whole racetrack runs pretty much Mickey Thompson. And it's in our backyard. And uh, that, and we've just gone above and beyond. They, they do everything. Hey, you want a sweet Tom? You want to, They have a lot of things to offer. So um, racetracks, if you're looking for people to help you, figure out how to make it easy. And what you can do for that company. So, well, and I totally get that. And, and you're absolutely right. You know, marketing in the business development world, we always talk about the Disney experience, right? There's, I, I don't know a Fortune 500 company out there that has not sent at least percentage portions of their organizational structure to the Disney experience, you know, to their schooling. Toyota does it. I mean, everybody does it. That, I guess, where I was kind of thinking from the standpoint of the logo 
Cam and I kind of go back and forth when it comes to social media. You talk about social media influencers. Is that is it really impactful to have your logo or your brand associated with a female and she's twenty something weightlifting and she's sponsored by the, the widget of the week, right? In the motorsports world. But I will tell you this. Go ahead. So I've spread it around. Uh, you brought up Fletcher Cox, right? Fletcher puts on a football school for kids once a year in Mississippi. Um, I sponsored it last year. Um, other people within the motorsports industry are sponsored it. Tommy Kirk at MacFab. Uh, there, there's a few guys within the motorsports industry that have given it back. He's given it back to the kids. I think there's like five, four or 500 kids that come to this thing, and it's called 7 on 7. Amazing. So we get into that. Um, there's some um, hunting people that we've helped, fishing. We, we've done a lot of moving our stuff around, um, sponsorship dollars, uh, uh, there, there's some competitive shooting guys that I know um, that do some long range shoots um, down in Texas. I've helped them with some, you know, hey, let me give you some tires, get you to, you know, the shoots. And it's helped us, you know, like in South Texas, people selling tires or West Texas or East Texas, whatever, uh, Florida. Um, so I think where, you know, it's, Sponsored stuff's open to everything and, and putting, like you said, the girls, like we did the, the uh, women of Mickey Thompson at SEMA, okay? Uh, it's opened up a lot of our eyes because I've gotten a lot of female sponsorship proposals um, from females say, hey, I want to be part of Team Mickey Thompson. Um, and then they're already running Hoosiers. Well, that's great. I want you to be part of it, but I want you to believe in our stuff first right um, so I, I think everything's impactful it all just depends where you put it you know um, I, I could put my Mickey Thompson logo across the UFC fighter's ass you know uh, depends how big his ass is is how big you know uh, <laughs> what I get out of it right um, right absolutely no so, and that's it is it's true now all of that has impact in, in and we know that, you know, it has an engagement, it has a reach, it has, you know, eye value for impressions and touch points and things of that nature. We just, you know, when we talk about it, we bring it up and we're going, okay, so, um, you know, like one, we talked a few weeks ago about Haley Deegan and her big jump from Toyota to Ford and how much of a changeover that is. And, uh, you know, you talk about your women in motorsports, you, ha- you know, you have uh, what you've got. Leah, and then you have Angel, right? Angel, uh, uh, Le- Leah uh, and Haley Deegan, uh, we sponsored them. Um, uh, Angel, just you know, she rides for the Harley thing. We right. don't sponsor her, right? Um, uh, uh, I can't even talk now. Uh, the the women thing we've done. That's so your first much. year, though, right? That's your first that? year, like that's your first year bringing the women in motorsports to the forefront for Mickey Thompson. For the forefront was first year we, you know, made it a SEMA. You know, we've always done it. We, you know, um, sponsored a lot of females um, over the years within the sportsman ranks and um, NHRA and 
got, I mean, just name it everywhere through motorsports. Um, so you know, there's a lot of females that work at Mickey Thompson. It's mostly made up of females at our place. Um, you know, there's only, I think we have 74 people that work for Mickey Thompson. We're a small company. And uh, you, you look at it every day and, you know, like I said, it's great. I love it when we started making that push, you know, having a 13 year old daughter uh, who is the future and you are all in trouble because she is the world's smallest smart ass. Uh, she said some good training. Well, she's your offspring. I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say shocker. The, o- the only part of that that's really that the listeners, please don't be skewed is Tom's got a really nice wife. Hey, so don't, don't, please don't hold it against her. St. Jennifer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jennifer. She's getting straight into heaven. No problem. She's getting <laughs> right through the express lane. <laughs> we did some things this year that really, uh, uh, Jeff Morton and me at NHRA came up with a deal um, where we did a GoPro and we put it in Randy Lynn's car at Indy. I don't know if anybody's seen that. Uh, Randy Lynnship. A uh, very good friend, her and Bo Butner, uh, huge advocates of Mickey Thompson tires. Uh, love them both. They send me Christmas presents every year. Uh, <laughs> Shameless <laughs> plug for the shout out. <laughs> uh, but no, you like Randy Lynn wanted to do something on sportsman racing. Like, I know we're not going to make a top fuel tire. Sorry, Cam. Uh, <laughs> A stencil for you? No problem. Yes. Not making the tire. We discussed on this. Stencil, I'm good with. You know, we do the Pro Stock Motorcycles tire, uh, and we do the Top Fuel Harley tire. Uh, you know, and the sportsman ranks is where we belong. That's where I think we thrive. Uh, we have the right products for the people. I think we have the respect of the sportsman world now, the bracket racing world. Big and little Bubba's are taking that thing by storm. I don't know. And it's, you know, we got into the women thing, but you got me on the sportsman thing because that's where a lot of the women reside is in the sportsman racing. So, um, but I don't know. It's, I think it's the future. It's here. Um, we'll go with it. Well, Tom, we have taken up a bunch of your time today. I know it's the holidays. You're at home. Thank you for taking time out. I know you had a tree Instead fall on your a national, yeah, yeah, national disaster. He's going to <laughs> it was quite nice waking up this morning with a pine tree over your two vehicles in the driveway. Yes. That that was just humorous. I mean, humorous and funny. Of oh my god, when you sent me the FaceTime. So yeah, um, Tom. Everybody that leaves out of here has to do two things. We ask two questions. The first one, especially since it's coming right off, the first one is you get to send one Christmas card to somebody in motorsports. Who are you sending it to? I'm going to send it to my buddy Carl Robinson. All right, yep. Carl, Carl, definitely have many years with Carl, and uh, shout out for him and uh, his family and what his family is going through at this time. Uh, Last but not least... We have the WTF card. You get to send one WTF card to one person in motorsports. Who are you sending it to? Oof. I only get one? <laughs> well, that's why I say it's got to be good, buddy. Good. Oof. Man, I don't know. <laughs> what did I send that to? I, I want to punt. 
I'm not going to say Look, I know you're a Browns fan, but you don't get to punt this. Oof. So why did yeah. you that? Well, dude, you did uh, fire your coach last night before he could get home from you, the stadium. You know what? I'm going to say this, and it ain't going to go to motorsports, but it's going to go to the college SEC referees. That's who it's going to because okay. they've ruined college football forever for me. Ever. <laughs> it's fixed. Don't watch it. The whole entire state of Ohio was singing louder, loud whims and crying sounds. They uh, could be heard around the world. Listen, Saturday the guy is six foot six. When you crouch like you're crouching tiger, and somebody hits you, that is six one. Lowered his helmet. That's not lowering his helmet. That's called football, lingerie football. <laughs> I would rather watch because them chicks hit each other and they're hot. <laughs> so I'm over it. They've ruined it. Uh, the, and the fumble that ah, uh, just forget it. I'm I still the only it. person. Tell me that, how you really. Yeah, the only person that can ruin our WTF streak. Yes, that's who it's going out to. Right there. I said motorsports. The S- that, that's a motorsport. They motored their shit right up the flagpole that they sucked. <laughs> Uh, well tom tell everybody where they can go find out more about mickey thompson tires and we're going to let you and jennifer and the little one get on with your new years you can go to uh, www.mickeythompsontires.com or you can go to www.dixiepectires.com and uh, check out all our offerings uh, wheels tires for your hot rods street rods trucks Jeeps, buggies, whatever the hell you got, uh, we got it for you. Oh, and UTVs coming soon. Ooh, side by side business. You heard it here. There it is. So, Tom, thank you very much, sir. I agree. Guys, thank you. Uh, Humble having me on here, and I'm sorry it took so long. uh, And uh, I kind of felt bad. Thought I was going to have to screw you with the natural disaster, but uh, we got it handled. So. It's like no, I, I can't be on today. A, a tree fell on my car. Yeah, whatever, man. Your dog ate your homework too. Like, <laughs> tell us to piss off. Like, it's fine. Not just my car. My wife's one month old, brand new. You know, uh, and there's just luckily it didn't hurt hers. It, we'll see what happens when take mine in, but we'll uh, get it handled. So, well, Tom, please Great. do me a favor. Thank from Di- Diane and I personally thank all the guys on your team, Chris, Jeff buddy your whole entire crew eric all of them and and big shout out to mike out on the west coast him and his wife battling as well uh thank you guys very much for everything that you do for all of our organization but uh us personally and professionally appreciate it appreciate you guys all right have a good one. thank you thanks Tom. happy new year talk to you soon all right man skinny jeans go get some grease for that hair buddy I will do, buddy. Thank you. Hey, and that Jeeves over there looks like he's got a constipation problem. Needs to get a <laughs> laxative. So there's the WTF. Well, there it is. All right, guys, love you. Love right, you man. too, Tom. Thanks, bro. Thanks, you, bro. Bye. Can't get much better than that, Cam. To have Tom on close out the year, it's um, a way for us to take in 2020. Tom's been like, like I said, like he's talked about, he's been huge in the sport and uh, been there through a lot. 
personally and professionally over on my side. I know you uh, have your relationship with Tom as well, but it's really cool to hear from him to our audience about the thoughts and strategy from inside the Mickey Thompson warehouse. Absolutely. You know, as, as the show grows and grows, the, the more influential people we get on the show. And, uh, that's uh, really cool. And, and Tom is one of the key players in, in a lot of motorsports, So it's really cool to hear from him. So, um, it's great for our listeners to, uh, you know, get an inside look at, uh, you know, what he goes through day to day and, you know, what, what he's looking for in, in a sponsorship or, or an ambassador or whatever it may be. So, well, Cam, dude, you uh, enjoy your holiday season with your lovely family north of the border. And uh, I'm going to keep on trucking along here and I will catch you in 2020, my friend. Sounds like a plan. We got a we got a big year coming up with uh, with pretty much everything, <laughs> so racers and rental cars included. So um, we appreciate everybody for for sticking with us and you know working through the holidays. I know it's tough to to get everybody dialed in. I mean, hell, I'm in a different country, but um, I'm doing it. Don and I are doing everything we can to bring you guys episodes. So um, we appreciate the love and the listenings and downloads and whatever you want to call it, wherever you listen to. Um, but, uh, wouldn't be possible without, uh, our producers, uh, uh, Brian and JT, uh, our streaming network, voice America performance data systems. And I mean, I guess you too, Don streetway marketing and media, stupid, fast racing. He's taking selfies of us right now. Like, like this guy, you know, getting out, getting all our plugs out and, you know, Don's having a damn photo shoot over here. But I mean, it's because I did my hair today, so it's probably why. Yes, First you're looking. You're looking like very dapper. I'm sure all of our sponsors would appreciate your appearance. And uh, for all of our listeners, they can go to rate, rate, review, subscribe, and go to racersandrentalcars.com and buy some more apparel, so we can afford some more hair gel for that do you got going on. There you go. Or if you want, you can buy some Frey and Company uh, t-shirts on our Racers and Rental Cars website too. <laughs> I had to, I had to cheat. I had to cheat and throw that in there too because. I'm more, I, I merged it into one. Sorry, Don. <laughs> I'm going to get my cut some way, somehow in 2020. You, you just yeah. wait and see. Hell yeah. All right, my Hell friend. Yeah. Tell the family we said hello, and I will see you next week. You do the same. Later. See ya. Let's put it.